Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You'll have to apologize to me because I'm drinking a... Oh, not you'll have to apologize to me. I have to apologize to you. Sorry. Let me get that yeah. right. Because I am drinking a coffee. So for this mini-sode, um, if you can hear me slurping, it's because I'm um, uh, balls deep yeah. into a hot Makona. I mean, it's really my fault because we've just been recording another episode and I think I've sort of slightly made you nod off a little bit <laughs> with my own talking. <laughs> <laughs> with the dulcet tones. Exactly. Um, no, 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 no. Not at all, yeah. not at all. But now, I just like just needed it desperately. What, what, what are we talking about today? Tell me about that. Well, in that very episode we just recorded, mm. you mentioned something about why everyone thinks Tasmanians are inbred and it had something to do with this thing called um, oh. Black Bob's. Yeah, black bobs. Okay, so you yeah. don't know about this. You've never heard about this. Well, first of all, I mean, I just have to quickly say I don't know anything about it. I assume that like black bobs is the name of the area, I think, in Tasmania. And, you know, you just assume in Australia that if it's got a name like that, then some horrible indigenous atrocity happened there. So, <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's not to do with that. Yeah, it's not to do with that. this particular story. Though, no, it? no, it's not at no. all. No, no, this has nothing to do at all with First Nations people at all. But I, I think I would assume, you're quite right, I would assume that the um, the name Black Bob's Rivulet, which is a little rivulet in Tasmania, I presume that's where it comes from. Yeah. Not, not that I can find it, not that I, you know, could tell you for fact, but I would presume that. Yeah. And the um, trouble is you sort of Google it and this thing that you were talking about just comes up as all the, you know, top 2,000 results. <laughs> basically, yeah. Yeah. So, so I didn't click open anything because I wanted it to be a surprise. So tell me about this important bit of Tasmanian history that I should know. <laughs> so I'm surprised you don't know it because it was told to me by my mum and my dad and stuff when we'd like go driving at night to visit my nan, my nana who lived in Nor- New Norfolk or wherever. Um when you'd be driving at night time, it'd be, you know, be careful, you know, you don't want the black bobs to get you. Right. Or whatever. And it was sort of this legend thing of be be afraid of the black bobs sort of thing. Bogeymen, okay. A bit like that. Yeah. Um, and basically I, the, the, the urban legend is that they are or were a family of inbred people that lived in a town or lived on a property on the black bobs rivulet 
near Ooze in Tasmania, which is Ooze. It's the best name for a, a suburb, name. isn't it? Ooze. It's actually O U S E, but yes, it's pronounced Ooze, as in yeah. the stuff that comes out of a pimple or a sewer. <laughs> <laughs> well, these people allegedly look. I can't tell you if it's true or not. I don't know if it's ever been documented as true or not. But the big thing is these people were inbred. The the father they had many children. The father would have sex with the daughters and they would have more children. And there was always this sort of story about um, a child who was chained up to a post box or a tree or a fence like a dog, like a chained dog. And this child was covered in hair head to toe and um, had like really quite long arms and, you know, walked around on like, you know, kind of laboured around on all fours like, Almost like I guess a gorilla or something. Yeah, and um, it was quite that's aggressive. What, that's really why it's such an unfair stereotype for someone from Tasmania. Because I think I only got chained up to the hills hoist. <laughs> 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 I wasn't sure what you were going to say. Then I was really, really worried. Um, yeah. So basically, the story allegedly goes, um, you know, sometime. I don't know, early 1900s, 1915, 1920, I don't know, hmm. um, These this family moved out to this place in the Black Bob's Rivulet and started inbreeding, um, the, the, the father with the daughters and then later the brothers with the sisters. And it wasn't until like, I don't know, they were like in their 20s, a little bit later, when the parents, the elderly parents died and... Um, they were buried in a on the property in a hole in a ditch, and um, the the man went to town to Hobart Town and said, "You know, my parents are dead." And the the police were like, "Well, why didn't you report this?" And he's like, "I didn't know I needed to tell anybody they died of natural causes, essentially. So mm. I just dug a hole and buried them. I thought that was what I was meant to do." And at that point, um, he also said that like my sister has taken on. Like my sister is now like the the wife and the mum of the house. Okay. And so the police allegedly went out there and, you know, had a look and that's when they found this this hairy child chained to a letterbox that right. barked and growled like a dog and was quite aggressive and they found out that a lot of the children were sleeping together in the same bed. So they said that they had oh, to, dear. they said, look, you need to separate, um, you need to separate um the boys and the girls from sleeping together. And so a little while later, another day, another time, they went back and um, apparently there was like barbed wire down the middle of the house separating the boys and from the girls, right. which sounds insane. A very literal um, separation. A very they, literal they separation. Put a fence up. <laughs> yeah. And the, the, um, the, the chained up boy, who they were told to unchain, um, attacked the police or, or the social worker who, who went back on this visit. Yeah, and so there was always this this story about it. And and then another story about it was that having been told that he had to report all the deaths of people, births, deaths and marriages, um, he went, came back down to town another time and he took a sack into town hall or to town hall where you report those things and left the and sack. And the sack was made of human skin. No, the sack <laughs> no, okay. was left on the steps with the body of his dead wife in it. Oh, jeez. And oh. he, in his in his mind, you know, he'd walked all the way from wherever he was up in New Norfolk for probably, yeah. you know, it would have been a good day, I suppose, of walking, and he dumped this body in a sack as his version yeah. of, like, reporting the it's death. Probably, 
It's probably like a day and a half because you go past Mona, don't you, on the way. So you've got to stop, have a wine, you have do. a look at the exhibitions. <laughs> <laughs> so that was um, that was what it was. And then basically the police were like, oh, hell no, this is not good. So they went back up there and they'd all vanished off into the bushes. They believed oh. off into the bush. So oh. there's this whole urban legend that these family of inbred people um, are at loose, you know, at large, running loose in the Tasmanian Hobart bush. Whether it's true or not, nobody knows. But there's this whole thing about people have sightings of black bobs, you know, your car headlights will flash through the trees and you'll get right. glints of eyes or you'll get you'll see people running on all fours across the um you know, across the road and they they sort of make cars swerve and stuff like that and, you know, these kind of I guess um inbred kind of people, um allegedly inbred people anyway. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of become this kind of terrifying urban legend. And I think that's something that has kind of carried on um, without the reference of them being black bobs, but I think that's partly where this whole inbred thing comes from. Right, yeah. Gosh, creepy. I mean, especially the bit where he carries the wife in the sack. <laughs> yeah, I, well, see, the story that I heard was actually that he dragged the wife in the sack. He dragged the, dragged the wife the whole... in the sack all the way down the highway because oh, where, they, where they lived obviously was up off a highway somewhere miles away. Anyway, dragged her down the highway and then left her on the steps of Town Hall to report her death. Isn't that terrifying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if it's true or not. Perhaps it, I don't know if it's corroboratable. Is yeah. that even a word? Probably not. It's from 1912 or whatever. So, you know, <laughs> who knows really? But um, the one that sort of scared me as a child a bit was I think it might even be a real one and I should really pull up a little news article about it here so I don't get anything wrong. Um, this is from the Sydney Morning Herald, October 1st, 2008. Mm. Vengeful wife who fed husband glass sandwiches avoids jail. What? Do you remember this? No, this doesn't sound like an urban legend. This sounds real. Well, it's only, yeah, it's verified by this news article. And But I remember hearing about it at the time because I think it was pretty close to where I grew up maybe. Anyway, I'll read you a few paragraphs from this um, Sydney Morning Herald news article. Uh, it doesn't have an author. Doesn't have an author written on it, but you can Google it yourself if you're interested. Anyone at home? A vengeful wife who tried to harm her cheating husband by sprinkling crushed glass on his lunches has avoided imprisonment in Tasmania. A Hobart Centrelink manager, blah blah blah, who is back living with her husband, was sentenced today, blah blah blah, to a suspended nine-month jail term. Um, but blah, let's go down a bit. The court told she used a meat tenderizer to grind up glass from a fluorescent tube in her kitchen and kept it on the top shelf in the pantry and then blended with the butter. What? Yeah. And the glass was That's served insane. five times into sandwiches and a biscuit treat over two months in November of 2007. <laughs> 2007? It was in modern day? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, what, did it happen? Did anything happen to the guy? Um, well, uh, did something terrible happen to him? Poor thing. I don't, I mean, he was a cheater so bad, but yeah, but still, um, I think he realized it was glass. You know what? I reckon the fluorescent part's probably the bad bit because there are those magicians and people like that, that eat light bulbs and stuff, you know, and actually your digestive system can sort of deal with it. Don't try it at home unless you know the trick, of course. Yeah, but but. those, those people (laughs) don't really, those magicians don't really eat glass light bulbs though, do they? They're not real. They eat. They must be like you know rice paper or something. 
No, no, there are real ones. I mean, they smash it first into tiny little pieces and then, yeah, you can eat it. There's a whole, I mean, I'm quite obsessed with Darren Brown specials. Have you ever seen a Darren Brown thing? He's He's this magician. idiot with the moustache and goatee, isn't he? Oh, he's so good because he's he's all about. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not thinking of this person. Anyway, keep going. (laughs) You're probably talking about the same person. You just don't like him. But (laughs) because he's all about like the magic isn't real and it's all a big trick and that actually makes it more amazing, I think, because there are these things that Darren Brown sort of makes happen that you know it's all just you know, so, psychology. So people real can eat glass. Things. Yeah. That's fucked up. Don't but eat glass. Of, We're yeah, not advocating of course. for that. Don't try it at home. Please make sure you know what you're doing before you definitely try it. And don't, don't try it definitely at home. Definitely don't mince it up into someone's I mean, sandwich. No. I mean, feel free to Google that and learn about that yourself. I mean, feel yeah. free to Google and learn a bit more about black bobs. I don't think there's anything kind of official on the internet for you to learn, but yeah. uh, it's certainly a terrifying urban legend. And your one wasn't even a terrifying urban legend. I don't know if yours is real. It's from a newspaper article. Yeah, it's just something I'd heard when I was younger and, uh, yeah, I only found that uh, it was actually real today. So That's terrible. <laughs> I mean, I've, there are so many weird urban legends that freak me out, but mm. certainly Black Bob's is one of them. Yeah, I mean, one of my favourites is the, you know, the people who get their house broken into. Have you heard this one? Oh, you're going to talk about toothbrushes? Yeah. And the camera thing? Yeah, let's not go into it then, oh, if you already know so it. It's stupid. It's so <laughs> dumb. No, nothing. say it. Go and tell everybody listening because some people well, listening won't have a clue what it is, but it's so fucking stupid. I'll abridge it just so they know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, quick, um, quick version. Yeah, nothing gets stolen and so they're confused and then like three or four days later they get some photos in the mail and there are two people in their house who have taken photos with the couple's toothbrushes up their bums. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I just spat all over my microphone. It's so bad. I'm just going to wipe it. Yeah. but uh, such a stupid, stupid, stupid thing. I know. I feel like if it wasn't true when someone came up with it, like since I reckon someone has probably done it because they heard that story and thought it was funny. So. Exactly. Like it totally yeah. is. It's somebody, some moron will have gone, oh, this is so funny. That's a good idea. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> was it you? No. Is that what you're trying to tell me? No. I okay. think also, also, don't you think it's such a weird thing like a toothbrush up the bum? Yeah. I've never tried it myself. Me neither. It I okay. just think it's, oh, no. <laughs> Hideous. Yeah. As long as all the bristles come back out. <laughs> oh, God, you're so gross. Do you see what I have to put up with here, people? <laughs> the sick, sordid way that this person's mind works. <laughs> so bad. As long as all the bristles come out. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess we should leave it there before I <laughs> say anything before else. Before you gross me out awful. even further. Yeah. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I wonder if maybe the whole inbred thing came from, like, the fact that um, we are an island and... Maybe that's why, like, less people to sort of date, I don't know, or hook up with. But also, wasn't there like that, wasn't there like that cannibal bloke? Yeah, there was a movie about this, wasn't there? The, the last the assassination River. of Alexander Pierce. Oh, was that wasn't it? Wasn't it? Is that what? No, I've made that up. It's one of those it things where, you know, we learnt about all these things at primary school and then they've all melded into one. So I can't quite pick out the details of what was which and was Alexander Pierce the guy who swam from Port Arthur through the shark-infested water? Was that Martin Cash? And then I don't know. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That's true. That's yeah. a thing, isn't it? Yeah. But also, yeah, I don't know. It's It was never really interested me that much and I think it's because, you know, and it's changed a lot now. It's a wonderful building now, but the Tasmanian Museum and Art Gallery used to really freak me out as a child. Like there oh, used to be terrifying. this display and it was like, the, well, the pig was awful. I think that's still there. But there was this the diorama and it was really dark and then you'd press a button and there'd like a, a light would come in on, there'd be an owl. And I don't know what it was, but this taxidermied owl used to just freak me out. And, the same the same yeah. section when you used yeah. to press the button, it would sort of be a timer. It would sort of slowly pop back out and it would turn the light off. But the yeah. same bit, there was um, Tasmanian stuffed Tasmanian devils eating yeah. Eating the plastic insides of a stuffed kangaroo. Yeah, it was terrifying. Yeah, this absolutely like terrifying nightmares. I still have trouble going into museums today because of this. <laughs> I can't believe going to the, the Hobart Museum or the Tasmanian Museum. I don't know if it's still like this. I haven't been for a long time. Um, there was that other display where you pressed a button and it lit up, and a group of First Nations. Indigenous mm. Australians sit standing around a campfire and played an audio file of some, the last recording of the last known full blood Indigenous person, Malamagena. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember this? And that it was like in some kind of like exhibition case. Yeah, it was funny. It was so bad. <laughs> yeah, they have they've mixed it up a bit now. They've brought it into the twenty first century, but you can still go and listen to. Yeah, I think that recording. You know, yeah, the recording's still there, which I quite like actually. Cause, yeah, yeah, you know, I like the recording, but it's weird yeah. that that's behind. Yeah, they've separated it from the weird diorama of, oh, look, this is what the. <laughs> <laughs> the barn owl sounds like at night. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Can I just say, I did just have a quick Google. Alexander Pierce was a cannibal. He was an Irish convict who was transported to Van Diemen's Land. Okay. Um, and he was there for seven years for theft at Port Arthur. 
Um, and in one of his escape times, he became a cannibal. And All he right. murdered his escape escapee companions one by one. Um, and interestingly, when you search him, there's yeah. actually a photo of Jake Gyllenhaal under oh. his name. So there's a sketch of the guy and then there's Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh. I mean, I'm totally here for Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. I mean, I'd let him eat me if he was a cannibal. <laughs> He's probably just about the only person that I wouldn't let eat me. <laughs> him and Zac Efron may be like, yeah, take it in turn, okay. take a bite yeah. each. But, yeah, so this you don't want to eat alone, do you? Like it's, gonna, <laughs> no, it's like going to a restaurant by yourself. Exactly. You know? It's nice but a bit that's, awkward. That's something we should talk about and delve into. I know this is not the podcast or the forum for that, but don't you think it's weird cannibalism? Like, I mean, that, that story of that weird people. <laughs> it's not people, something I've ever really tried. So It's so strange. Like there's yeah. those weird people, not weird people, that's a terrible judgment, but it's true. There's that guy who answered a Craigslist ad or something in Germany a few years ago. Again, I'm not sure if it was Craigslist. I'm not sure if it was Germany, but whatever. It was mm. two men. Somebody put an ad saying, I want to eat somebody, and somebody responded saying, hi, I'd like to be eaten. And yeah. they went and he, he chopped off the bloke's balls and he mm. ate them. They cooked them with like fried them up with like, I don't know, sautéed them up on a fry pan and they ate them together. And then they tried to take other parts of him off. Yeah. Other parts, and he died. That's right. And that's how it all got found out. But the guy was willing to do it initially and he, he partook in the whole thing vol- allegedly voluntarily. Isn't that strange? Yeah. I mean, you keep shying away from the word weird because you're worried you're going to offend someone. But I think in this case, we do, <laughs> like even the, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. I just yeah, don't the want, kids I mean, on Twitter they- aren't going to cancel you for saying that <laughs> cutting off a guy's balls and eating them together is weird. What, <laughs> what am I going to do if I alienate our cannibal audience? That's the thing. <laughs> Who knows? Every single one of our listeners could be a cannibal for all I know and I could yeah. just kill their entire audience. There's a dog boy in Tas- in the Tasmanian wilderness that's just switched his iPod off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what have I done? What have I done with this mini-sode? I've taken us to a dark, dark place. All our listeners are going to abort mission. I know. Maybe that's a good time to wrap it up then, <laughs> shall we? Totally wrap it up, wrap it up. Take, okay, it, well, take it home, take it home. You know, hit subscribe, make sure you're following along, tell your friends, and, of course, we've got an Instagram that you can uh, contact us on. At Fruity Alexia Podcast. At Fruity Alexia Podcast. And, you know, like everything that's on there, subscribe, all those things that you know how to do, just go and do it because do it, it helps all. us. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Shall we get on, get on with our days? Let's get on with our days. Great. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.